this road leads? Then hear this, all ye people. Give ear, all ye inhabitants of the world, both high and low, rich and poor together. Do you indeed speak righteousness? Do you judge uprightly, all ye sons and daughters of men? And do you judge as others judge? For as you judge, you shall be judged. And if you condemn, you are condemned. Pass on. But there is no return. I'm so hungry I could eat a horse. Really? I'm so hungry I could eat a blue whale. And that's why I'm going to Pizza Hut Pizzeria. Italian food without the attitude. Pizza Hut. They have all the recipes written down and know exactly how hot to cook it. Now with ten times more sauce. Pizza Hut. Hey guys, welcome to Profession Confession Podcast with Gabe No. I'm sitting here with my little baby Lenny. Uh, so if you hear any background noise, it's her fault. Um, but yeah, welcome to the show. This week's episode, we have... Shane Moss, who is a, a, a comic that I've seen for a long time. I think he's the last comic that I ever paid to see uh, before I started doing it. And uh, I've always just really liked what he's done. I've always had a lot of mutual friends with him, but never met him in person. So we had a really good chat. Um, on this episode, we, we kind of do a two-parter. We do one where we kind of just shoot the shit about uh, sex and our comparative drug histories, things like that. And... Um, and then the other one, we do a more formal television debut episode where we talk about Shane's uh, history on television. So we had a, a really fun chat. So uh, I think they're both completely worth listening to. And we get get to hear about his... Uh, he had what can only, I don't know, call it a freakout. He had, uh, he's done a lot of psychedelics where I've done more of the relaxation drugs. <laughs> and... Uh, so it was uh, fun to kind of compare notes, I guess. We are joined by the uh, the straw that stirs the drink, Steve Gillespie. Um, Steve is a good friend, hilarious comedian. Check his stuff out at GillespieComedy.com. He's been on a bunch of our episodes and and just always will. So we love Steve. But So enjoy the episode. Before I, I uh, go to it, though, I want to say... Shane has a documentary coming up about psychedelics called Psychonautics, and it's making its debut at Man's Chinese Theater, June 15th um, at 5 p.m., and we'll put the link to how to get tickets in the, in the um, text and everything like that, all the postings. So uh, check that out. Uh, check out his podcast, Here We Are podcast, which is more of a science-based kind of thing, and... Uh, Otherwise, check him out at, at Shane Comedy. Shit, you know how to use the fucking internet. Um, Steve Gillespie has a great podcast called Under Our Covers, too. Check that out, too, or he'll fucking whine that I didn't say it. So, um, enjoy the episode. Thank you guys for listening. Please keep sharing and rating episodes. We really appreciate it. Goodbye. Sexually, Shane, this is what I brought you on. I want to know how you are in the bedroom. <laughs> God, I feel so lame. I mean, I, I mean, whatever. Like, I'm an adult. I'm willing to admit that maybe I'm not the most exciting guy in the bedroom. Because, like, a lot of the kinks and stuff, I'm just like, 
that just seems irritating yeah. to me. That just seems like <laughs> a lot of fuss for nothing. Like it doesn't role I mean, playing. It, like I, I always, I was gonna say this. I've been thinking about this recently, and I haven't like tried it as a bit. And I don't think it would work. I don't think most people would identify with this. But all of my, I have a lot of long-term relationships usually, and then I, I. Uh, uh, have like I'm I'm like I'm good for like one year of good sex is like all yeah. that I have in me and then uh, and then after that the, the the girl always has a bigger sex drive than I do and then I I always and then they'll usually like want to mix it up or do like something or other and I'm always like well I mean so my problem with it is like like we already like, like used up all the good stuff you know yeah. like you already like you already we already used the hits. I, I think that you should, if you knew ahead of time that you were going to be in a long-term relationship, like in an ideal world, I think you would start with like the stupid sex Slow moves, play it a little bit. Like the, 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 like the wheelbarrow yeah. or whatever, where she's upside down and it looks okay on TV, but it's really stupid when you're actually <laughs> doing it. Like the pile driver. Yeah, thing. yeah. Like, when you're, like you start with that one when it's new and you're going to come at like anything. Yeah. And then you like work your way. And like four years in, you do like missionary. It's like, whoa, that was comfortable. Taking, he's really taking it to another level. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what I, I think. You gotta slow. I think you're onto something. Really, honestly, I think. I think we burn there. ourselves yeah. out oh, on yeah, like the definitely. the good because then we're just yeah. like making up weird shit after a while. And it's yeah, like, yeah. Or worse yet, just like feeling like it's forced. Like I can't do. You know, hearing that you guys do role like actual role playing where you inhabit roles. Is just insane. I can't imagine it's like actually. It's no, fun. like I, I get it, and I can see how it'd be fun. But I've had girl like I remember having sex with a girl once, and I, I like to, to talk like I have had sex like a prisoner eats his food, you know, like ah, and I, and I'd say like like yeah yeah you like like just horrible shit. I'm not good at the dirty talk. I'm either. not good at. I feel uncomfortable. Here's what I, I thought of something that I like. I like uh. I like like being in a hotel or whatever, and like putting her up against like a window, like in Manhattan ah, or something. For you like, like the to whole, show her off. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm into that. That's kind of that's a little something. I had a friend who did that to his wife. He got up there drunk at a hotel, and he said they were fucking or whatever. And he gets up, and he was all brave because he's drunk. And he got up, and he just threw the sash, oh, oh like threw the sash open, and got it back into bed. And his wife was just fear, like her face had dropped. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I did that with my my last girlfriend. We were staying at a friend's house, and we did that. And there was like this alleyway or whatever is in New York, and uh, put her up against the window and stuff, and it was fun. And then, but then her uh, her friend, like a few days later, left, so we could use uh, we could use her bed. And then I saw like their window then they could have like easily oh really seen us so it was just like does that turn you on or gross you out no more just like awkward because it kind of turned me on a little bit but at the same it's like we're friends and it's just like right you have to see those yeah yeah yeah. you don't have to see those little people down there yeah yeah exactly yeah but there's too many camera phones now and it's just too. it's a little too difficult to get away with a consequence-free 
That's why you have to fuck with a mask on no matter where you are. Yeah. I want, I'd put it out there. I don't care. Like, really? I, yeah. I don't, I mean, I, don't, I think we just, we put sex in such a, you know, taboo place in society. It's like, I, don't, I mean, we all have dicks. We all have pussies. But it looks ridiculous. It's gross looking. It does look ridiculous. But we all look ridiculous. So it's like. Not, a, not everyone. Some people look good when they do it. But it's just. <laughs> when, I, I, I think like. Uh, I, I think that if it like. If it happens and like a thing gets leaked or whatever, no big deal. I think to like intentionally like want to be like, look what I did and like yeah. put it out there to show the world. Like, eh, I think I hearing my dialogue would be the worst part. You'd want to just to hear the, I don't know, the cliche shit when you're into it and just the, you know, the yeah, huh? you fucking like that. I or just, I oh don't, God. Um, I'd be can mortified. You keep I like just I just really uh, my standard sex is usually just like, you know, go down on her for a while. And then I just you know what I really like to do is just like go on my side, get in there and then just like stay out of the way, like let her do her thing and then just like make her feel pretty. Like say like, say nice things. Like, like you're so pretty. <laughs> you're so pretty. You're so pretty, so baby. Pretty. God, you're pretty. Oh my god. <laughs> I, don't, I don't use I don't, those words. I love your hair. God, I love your fucking on. hair. Oh my god, you're so pretty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? I, don't, I don't actually say pretty. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I think. That's what like a lot of girls just want to like. Feel admired. I don't. Or I, don't I, I couldn't think of a worse. Someone way want to, to feel turn right. yeah. That would be like the worst. Thing yeah. Well, that's. Uh, I mean, that's. The I'm thing is There's too. there's a thing where like ladies often want to like be roughed up or be abused or whatever. They and all just, like, want not. it. That's the. Tr- <laughs> they all want to be roughed. I know that's uh, these these two yeah. kids. They got a lot of they got a lot of fun weird crap going on. Yeah. and I'm so happy for them. But we have the but same it's, fun weird crap going. On. Yeah, it's, well, it that's great. great. Yeah. That's wonderful. We also I'm have so the same like awkward shit comes up. You know, it's just a different dynamic, but it's the yeah. same like weird awkward bullshit. You know. Do you guys hang out together a lot? Like it, whatever. Well, Steve and I lived. Yeah, together right. For okay. A little while. Yeah. So you. So so yes. And then. <laughs> so does that ever get confusing? Like, okay, uh, we have a sex worker who's on the show very often, and uh, we're around them a lot for the show. So, I, my head. This sounds awful, but in my head, it naturally goes to a point of like, oh, she's really comfortable with sex, and I'll fucking joke about it too much, and I'll be where I'll like catch myself and go like, okay, you're getting a little fucking comfortable here. Back off. Yeah. If you're drinking, you're single, and they're single, like... I'm never single. Oh, you're never single? No. Do you no. cheat? It's <laughs> a have. great public podcast <laughs> question. It's, it's not my favorite thing that no, I've ever done. No, it's the worst. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a horrible fucking thing. No, I, I've, heard, I've heard these two going at it before. I'm just <laughs> like, just oh, good for them. Jack off in your room? It's like they're having fun. <laughs> they're just, like, loud and crazy. Steve-O's interrupted me before. That was a... That was a. I was a... It was because I I never brought ladies back to the, the bro pad because I just like wouldn't. Um, sorry, Rana. That really you're really that, uh, gentlemanly uh, in that way. Well, we lived with four other comedians yeah. in a sh- like a shit box house in Los Angeles that was crumbling. Yeah, so I can yeah. see why you wouldn't. And, yeah, yeah. And and like my my current girlfriend just like absolutely 
insisted, you know, that yeah. she see the fucking. I'm like, she she thought I like had I was like living with eight women or something like that. Yeah. I was hiding it. And I'm like, okay, if you want to see what I'm really hiding, <laughs> like I. <laughs> You and I both wish it was eight women. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Because like, like, what I was actually hiding was like a real pathetic real pad. Um, but uh, I, so we uh, start doing it. And then I hear, um, st- like I hadn't I had been just home come in a home, while. I come home from the road. And so Steve yeah. like knocks on my door and then I'm like, <laughs> like just a minute and then which was accurate which and then, is what she wants to hear and then uh and then steve's like steve goes you jerking it bud <laughs> <laughs> well i was inside of my and I just like went limp instantly I like god damn it i mean we both laughed about it but yeah. it was and it's like whatever like if you're in it it's not like it's not like I only have one chance at this. Yeah. You know, it is like, you know, whatever. It's that's what I like about I like about relationship set like this uh, I mean, the way I like to do it is you get drunk, you hook up with someone, you get the awkwardness out of the and once you've had se- it's just life's so much more comfortable after you've had sex with someone. The build up to the sex is just irritating too and when like I think awkward and of leaving my wife which I think of all the time no <laughs> yeah. no but I mean she thinks you ever think you know, about you think like of that what, process. she dies or whatever I, right or just if I leave <laughs> 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 no and, and you, which I never whatever but I have children but um, to think of starting over that stuff like just the starting over like meeting parents exp- uh, explaining your body to someone like hey you're gonna see a uh, have some psoriasis on the north part of my ass and it just you know little heads mm-hmm. up to go through all that shit again it's just that's more daunting i have like a really uh awkwardly sensitive nipples and i can't like really i can't i let girls near my nipples yeah like i i accidentally like almost punched a girl in the face one time because <laughs> as uh uh XMI, i i don't know if she knew or what um but I like I remember one girlfriend I had like I just didn't want to tell her because I was embarrassed by it. It's and sort of feminine to be a man with sensitive nipples. I know, right? but yeah. I, I just got there's uh, as fucking Jared Lehman in high school would give everyone the craziest titty twisters imaginable, <laughs> and I just have this PTSD from it that I still have never gotten over, and so I'm just like. Uh, and I, I was like bullied a little bit as it is. I'm like flinchy, and there's just something with my nipples. And produ- I just like can't. But yeah, I had one one girl for uh, a while. Like she was fresh off, off out of a out of a uh, marriage, and her husband must have just loved having his nipples twisted all around. <laughs> and so she's just. Twisting my nipples all around, and I like don't want to say anything about it. And it's just absolute <laughs> torture. It's just so 
fucking awful and I'm like pretending that I enjoy- so I'm like lasting forever like I'm a real champion now because I'm in excruciating pain yeah. and discomfort <laughs> and uh, and then like I finally like told her you know because I was like well hey, this is looking like it's going to be doing? a relationship <laughs> so I need to break the news to you that I fucking hate that like yeah. please don't I mean I didn't say it like that and uh, and then you know how did she, she react she, to it she was fine she like felt bad that i didn't say anything earlier but then but then like uh it was like rather disappointing for her afterward because then i just like came super fast like right the, like the <laughs> yeah huge, yeah you know like the usual do you worry about like like when you tell a woman something like that because that sort of um unconsciously invites them to say something they don't like that you're doing did she do Sometimes, that? Sometimes, no. I I more have an issue with like a girl. Like, girls will inevitably be be like, "Well, I'm going to like cure you of that yes, by yes. inversion therapy," and I'm like, the, "No, it's it's not how it works." And that's uh, I fucking hate that. Oh, no, yeah. just I, I won't, no, no I won't bang on the table banging. anymore. Right. <laughs> um, and so, so uh, yeah, I had um, an ex of mine. I think she might have known, but anyway, I was sleeping, and I woke up to her biting my woke left nipple. Woke up to it, and I didn't. I was sleeping, and I wasn't fully conscious, and my reflex was just defend to yourself. just defend <laughs> myself. And and as I'm waking up, I'm just seeing my fist. <laughs> flying towards her face and so i'm like putting the brakes on it and it stopped right on her nose and it was like where i was able to stop my it was like disciplining a dog just in you, time the little knock yeah on the but snow. i almost yeah. broke her nose and right i, I would have felt fucking awful oh, yeah. about it too of course um so yeah so that's uh that's a weird thing i don't like butt stuff very much i had i was like trying to be like open-minded about it um like butt stuff like her sticking her finger up your yeah butt? Oh. oh i oh i love playing with butts i love tongue pooping I, I don't i don't tongue butts so i quit drinking in like july and that's, that's really it's slows down the yeah. butt, butt tongue yeah. that, yeah. that's for new year's yeah. eve i feel bad yeah there. Yeah, I love to just get drunk and tongue a butt. But, <laughs> yeah? But yeah, yeah, yeah big yeah, time. Yeah, but sure, it's yeah. just like, it's not the same sober. It's more, it's just a little, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a butt. Sheepishly. Yeah, yeah, just thinking about it too much. But yeah, no, I, I, I like playing. Uh, I like playing with butts very much, but I don't. I don't like my butthole being played with, and uh, I let my. I finally like just like you know, and every girl fucking wants to. Like, oh, you don't yeah. understand your prostate, this and that. I'm gonna make your dreams come true, <laughs> dreams you didn't know you had. <laughs> I fucking Christ. All right, we'll just settle this bet, and you can finger my butt, and I'll yeah. show you that I hate it the whole time. Yep. And yeah. so she did that, and then my ass started bleeding, and I got oh my, my and then I got my butt blood all over the fucking <laughs> hotel bed. And so, so why'd you start bleeding? Yeah, what's she's going on? just like her finger or something like that. Her fingernails. She got a little bit up. You got to lube it up. I think she might have. I think she just scratched the, the with yeah. the fingernail. I don't know what happened, but my ass blood got everywhere, and so then I didn't have to like worry about that happening anymore. It was really a godsend. 
It's become yeah. like a point of contention in our relationship because she won't. Won't do butt stuff. Oh, you but you want the butt stuff? I won't do it. You just I, want me to do it way more than I do. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like, took an extra step. You want it every time. No, you I like, like, no. I just, I went out, like, purchased a thing and, like, like a oh strap on dildo. Yes. Oh, yes. Wow. For your own yes. booty yeah. hole. Wow. And you're saying that in public. Want, yes. <laughs> I know. I want to be open, <laughs> yeah, man. I want to support you, but it just blows me away. It just blows me away. You won't do it. How did you feel? Like, did you lie to the clerk and say it was for a woman or anything when you bought it? Give a fuck about that. <laughs> Jesus. A, guy works in a sex shop. When I buy a fucking Pepto-Bismol, I had to wait for a shift change <laughs> once because the fucking chick was too hot. Like, I got to come back later and fucking... I can't imagine, honestly. Like, I wish Pepto I would put, like, care. numb feet as a symptom. So you could go and go, like, oh, my feet are so numb today. <laughs> so you don't have to admit you have diarrhea. Today. But, uh, oh, so what'd you buy? A strap-on dildo. A st- like a strap-on set. With a how dildo. big yeah. is it? How big yeah. is it? I went, I went small, you know, I'm a little guy. I don't did you, you fuck guys with little dicks? <laughs> <laughs> did you, did you like hold like more than one option in your hand and like, mm, I'll take this one. I mean, that, that would be one of the biggest decisions of my life. <laughs> I mean, not uh, like right. a, one of the biggest small decisions. <laughs> Do you, uh, you, like, you have I, anything I, smaller? <laughs> yeah, I would. Huh. How about so, wow. so Steve? Okay. Yeah. How did you get there? I'm so happy for you, by the way. I think it's cool. Like, I honestly. I think you're just. It's. I think it's real. I think neat. it's cool as I think fuck that you admit it <laughs> and that you own it. I'm. Yeah. I actually think that's cool as fuck. It's brave. I wish, I wish more people. But it is also feminine. Yeah. You know, at the yeah, same I mean, side. I mean, I feel like I'm, well, it's I'm not a, masculine. I'm pretty, no. Pretty in touch with like. I, sure. I consider myself a switch. Where I can be, really? I can be very dominant, but I can also be really submissive. Okay. And like being submissive for Rihanna to Rihanna, she doesn't turn her on no. at all. Right. She wants a man. You buying stuff yeah. to put. That's in her my ass. problem. I can't. I can't like. Man, I, can, I can never man it up enough for late because it's just like I've always had a problem with like macho men growing up. Yeah. And like I used to like be like a macho like oh, I'm, I'm gonna fight. I used to get in fights all the time and yeah. stuff like that. And it's just so embarrassing to me looking back yeah. on it that I just like it's it's against everything that I am. So like, did you get big I can late in life? Like, be a, a man when I need to, and like chop wood and do manly things. <laughs> like, like I I I I used to work a lot of construction and did factory work and stuff. Like I've done plenty of like. Look, I, I don't have to convince like, us. Yeah. You're a right, 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 right. Yeah. But you also right. like to tell girls they're pretty during sex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I do. You brush their hair. But like. I just can't, like, I don't, uh, I can't be like, girl, I'm such a man. Like, dirty. Yeah. It, it just seems, like, really disingenuous to me. It feels and I just fake can't. I it. Yeah. yeah. I can run the gamut. I can go from being super I've aggressive and dominant. And I've heard, heard him run the gamut. Right. Yeah. <laughs> In the same well, session. Well, the aggressive yeah. stuff is very loud. Really? I can actually, I can actually, I can actually hear that. Like that feels like a real impression that you did. It was, it was exactly like that. Was it really? It was, uh, it was just like, I was like, wow, that was, it sounded authentic. It sounded like you meant it. And I was like, wow, I could never mean that. I'm just a a good actor. I can just get into roles. So I feel like I can do that. 
But at the same time, I'm just insecure around sex in a lot of ways I'm learning. Um, but uh, my wife, this is one that I had that was truly embarrassing. She was, she was on top and uh, I could tell she kept looking at me and like smirking almost. Like I'm like, what's going on? Like there's something wrong or it's weird. So I got self-conscious. And then after a little bit, she goes, is something wrong? And I go, no, like, what? you know, we're, we're having sex. This is great. And then she goes, oh, okay. Well, it's just, I wasn't sure if you're in pain or something. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like I, where we stopped having sex yeah. now. Like, what are you talking about? It's like, well, your voice is, is like kind of high. Like you're <laughs> And I was truly was like, no, it isn't. Like, it's fine. And then you go back to fucking. So you make a mental note of like, well, I better, I better go down an octave. And you real like I realized I had to jump like three or four (laughs) octaves to get to what I thought was a normal thing. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, like that was a long. Fucking do this, fucking right. So then I I feel like the I feel bad for like a. uh, I don't even like you very much. (laughs) If there was a peeping tom walking like walking by the window, I'd be like, oh my god, it sounds like two chicks are diking out in there. (laughs) I had to see my disgusting. Whatever, salmon-colored ass. <laughs> yeah, I, I some weird fucking dick hairs I'm sticking in you right now. I fucking, fucking fuck. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I can. Is that what he's like? Honestly, it. sounds it just, like it's like silly to me. It just seems like a silly thing. What is something? So, it's, but it's uh, but then it's you know, like when I see like a really like manly man who's just like genuine, and I was like, yeah, I get it. Like there's a, yeah. Like I al- I also like study a lot of evolutionary behavior, and I get why women are attracted to yeah. that aspect of men sometimes. And it's just. Well, why don't we I go? love that it's shit. Not, it's why not don't my we niche. Go to the lady. What is it? What do you? What's the thing that Steve does that you go like? God, I wish. <laughs> I wish he'd knock that shit off right now. Knock that She's shit. She's got off. a long list of shit. I don't think I have a list of shit that I want you to knock off. Oh really? Yeah. Next. We can get my wife on the phone. She'll do a fucking hour and a half. I like this our podcast sex. number one. You can one. get like really hard and really mean and like really into the roles, but we've also had like some really great sex. You can get hard, Steve. <laughs> yeah, I can get hard. Oh, sorry. Takes a lot of sorry to interrupt. <laughs> Keep on going. But we can have the last, not the last time we had talking to the mic. We've had sex where like we were just completely messing around and laughing and giggling, yeah. and that was some of the best sex we've had too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's I mean, fun. And then it gets to right? like what I Shane's talking about, sex. or like I had, relationship I sex where it's not silly like... Sex in the world. You're not uncomfortable you anymore. Like, so, <laughs> like, you're not uncomfortable yeah. anymore. Something stupid happens, and you're just laughing about it. And oh, yeah. Just going. Like, just a real nice queef happens. <laughs> you're too comfortable. <laughs> like, and it's just, you're totally fine with it. This isn't a first date. Queef away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what you're talking about, like relationship. When you're in a relationship, it's like this isn't. There isn't so much pressure. You're gonna right. fuck again. It's not like if something happens. I know, feel like fine. I'm giving it about sixty percent most of the time. Most of the time, I'm having sex. I feel like I'm practicing for like the big day. Cause once in a while, just like things click into place in just the right way, and I'm like, oh, it's this is this is the one. Yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is what I've been training for. <laughs> And so I don't like to waste it on the other on the other times. So right. I just like to keep it a nice yeah, even <laughs> keel. Like no one needs to get hurt. Yeah, you know, I'm like, not gonna I'm not gonna blow out my 
knee during the fucking warm-ups, you yeah. know. And so uh, so I, I, I like a nice... I like a nice, like, 65%. Yeah. So you do the, uh, like, God, you're so pretty. You're so fucking pretty. <laughs> you're so fucking pretty. But you're not the one. Yeah. But you're not the one. Yeah. Uh, I think you're so pretty, but you're not the one. So, so I, I wish I could give you more. <laughs> I got to say, there's someone prettier. I do. Yeah. I do very much. Like, sometimes I get a little insecure about it when, I, when I'm, when i like, because I really, like, uh, like, I mean, I, I like a variety of positions, but sometimes I'm like on my side and I'm like, this is like too easy. This is I, like, I, think on I your feel side like I hardest. should be. I like oh. it. I like on the side. You're oh, on the side. I hate it. I yeah, not a, not a fan of on the side. And really? Not a fan of on and I want to see the tits. I don't want to uh, be behind no, them. No, but I'm, yeah, no, yeah. I can see the tits. I can do the thing. Oh, you got a long neck. <laughs> I'm no, joking. What, I mean, I'm joking. What, what are we picturing here? Like I guess she's, like, on, she's, she's on back. her back. Yeah. yeah. No, wait. She's on her she's back. She's on her back. Logistically, she's on her back that doesn't and you're work. Fucking from the side. Yeah, like like With as, as if up. it was missionary. Can we get up? Can we get a book? So yeah. so I'd be like on top of her as if it was missionary, but then instead I flip to the side. Oh, oh I see what you're talking about. So, I was yeah. thinking. Yeah. So you're like making a tea. Yeah, you're making like a tea. Yeah, I'm making a tea. Yeah. 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 Now we're on the Okay, you're perpendicular Love to that. the fucking yeah. perpendicular. Ah. Perpendicular. perpendicular. It's a, but it's sophisticated like, it's sex. So easy that it feels I feel like guilty about it. I'm like, this is just like so That is sort of a cheat. That's putting really, yourself like, right I'm there. My, like I'm I'm barely doing it. Yeah. Like it doesn't require much muscle or stamina. And it's it, but but my hands are free to do all sorts of stuff. Love it. Oh. Love the tea. Well, we found out what Gabe and Mrs. Noah are doing. Today. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, oh, get Sometime the in the next bone? two weeks. Yeah. I don't know. I think we might. She's, uh, yeah, she's horny. Horny. And my, for me, it's like. Let me, let me, I want to ask you about that because uh-huh. you've been married a long time. Yeah. Do you see, is there definitely like waves of like horniness sexuality like you'll go in these dips where she doesn't ever want to fuck and then all of a sudden she wants to fuck you all the time or like she always wants so or is it steady it's true that you live multiple lifetimes within the marriage like without question there's different you know obviously emotional dynamics but sexually too it's not the same like i'd say right now and and i always am given to downplay it how shitty it is but there is a lot of times like recently where i've been like you're fucking hotter now than you've ever been. And like where you'll start having sex and you go like, she's fucking hot. Like, what am I like? Pretty. Why do I? Yeah, pretty. pretty <laughs> and it's like, why do I, for some reason, like you take it for granted, you know, naturally, I guess. But I mean, you have to take it for granted. I have a bit about that, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. And, and it's, uh, yeah, there's times that you're kinkier and you try to explore stuff. But I hate that. I hate when you consciously go like, we got to spice it up. That's the fucking worst. Yeah, I, get, I get what you're saying where you're like, you, that's kind of what I'm asking is like, if you let it just naturally happen, it's going to come through these waves and then it's when you start putting pressure is when it like gets fucked up. That's like, what I think. Because then you get in your head. And then For like, me, because yeah. just I'm a head case and I don't like, I'm really neurotic is what yeah. I'm learning and yeah. like, but for me, she's always the aggressor for the most part. If my, if we were walking at the mall and my dick fell down my pant leg, <laughs> I would just kick it to the side and keep walking. <laughs> like there's not, it doesn't have, you know, I love having, for me it's the hunt and conquering. It's my ego that I want to service, you know, yeah. essentially. So it's not, I don't know. Like, do you guys, when you have sex, what do you think about? 
do you think about the woman and what she's thinking? Yeah, I do. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think always, about sticking but... it in there and sliding it around. <laughs> That's just all. I'm... I mean, it's I, I, there's selfish. times when I'm like wanting to be. I don't know. I guess mm-hmm. it, it depends. I guess. Yeah, yeah I can click into it, and all of a sudden, like, we'll have great sex, and then, but it's all me. I'm the shitty one. She's hot willing to do it she's probably more adventurous like we went to swinger sex fest i told her i was like i'd be scared to bring you because i'm scared you could tap into like uh (laughs) she's more advanced than me in that way i'm learning i'm just too i i want to be i want a woman to have sex with me because she's like attracted to me or has some i don't know i don't know not um i don't know it's not a physical act of it's not an exchange for me yeah (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Some people have sex like it's a, a real transaction, but like between you two, you you talk about sex afterward, like God, when you I did that thing. Talk, I think we I, talk about it more before. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Definitely. that's just like the nature of our relationship. And for us, it kind of has to be an exchange because he has to be thinking about me because sometimes my safety is in jeopardy. Yeah, they do you are do dangerous. aftercare stuff? Like that's what this yeah. girl told us about aftercare. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, for sure. So what's the most brutal that it gets? Like, what's the most violent thing you've done or something? Like, have you ever regretted something? Like, oh, man, that was no, too much. No, I wouldn't say regret. Like, <laughs> uh, I, will, I will say, like, we, we did have a really intense session. I don't know how long ago it was. A close call? I wouldn't say no. The gun didn't go off, it thank God. It was more like we were, like, in it and really in it, right? And really in it. And, like, it was rough and, like, very degrading in some ways and like uh um, Degra- i remember like, <laughs> very degrading. and i remember like i mean can you be more uh specific uh, i mean you're Rihanna, can you take it yeah i mean i don't know you, women are less than men <laughs> <laughs> Just, well i definitely can't even think vote. there's an i'm less than you type thing sure um well because you want the dominate thing yeah. right what that's what want. i want no this yeah. is all 100 percent consensual yeah, yeah. yeah but steve has like do you care if i say stuff yeah, I mean, it's all... We yeah, can leave it yeah, afterward yeah, 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 and stuff, so, too. I mean, I, I'm only not saying things because... You're toilet paper. Thank you. <laughs> so you, if you, you go ahead. You say I'm whatever you I'm the hot you dog, you're the bun. Come on, baby, have some fun. Uh, I never rhyme. I've mm. never rhymed before. <laughs> That's probably That's a good thing. That's the only thing I say in bed. <laughs> Pull a Dr. Seuss. <laughs> um, he's, like, written things on me. Um... Tied me up, hit me. <laughs> Steven. <laughs> Written things like drew a penis on your forehead? Or? No. You like claim her vagina? We're like, oh, this is Steve's pussy. Things. Slut. With yeah, lipstick? Slut whore, like with lipstick or eyeliner. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to try this stop? tonight with you. I, no, see I, that you want to, here's the most degrading, oh, not, I'm interrupting. I'll tell you the most degrading thing I've ever seen after you guys get done so that you'll feel better. Okay. Yeah. We probably did it. <laughs> we probably have done it. Oh, no. But I, I guess that time I'm talking about is like we finished, and I was like, in the moment it was fine. But when we finished, I was like, oh, shit. What did I just do? And like, I. I'm sorry. Like, jacking on. Yeah. 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 You come and you're like, oh, shit. I, what did I just do? And then I'm like looking at her and I'm like, like holding her and I'm like, I- I'm sorry. And she's like, I love you so fucking much. Did you spit in her mouth? Is that it? No, he spit on me before. Okay. We've done some 
So what's this thing? I'm sorry, I'm dying to know. Do you poop on her? I want to know. <laughs> no. Oh god. No. Oh no. my god. So I didn't even go there. On right her. on the chest. No scat. No. Do you piss? Do you piss on her? Okay. No. no. Do you I want fucking, to? Look. No. I mean, look at that fucking piss mop, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to get in the, no, get in the mood. You gotta get in our headspace. Yeah, I'm just trying to get turned on. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get. <laughs> so I saw uh, I I I found a Twitter um, feed that was like the worst tattoos imaginable or whatever, <laughs> and I saw uh, the lowest self-esteem I've ever seen. I saw a girl that had her own name tattooed as both a tramp stamp and then upside down by her Oh, my neck. God. The finger <laughs> tough. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, a, it's like for whatever, like a semi-truck driver when they have the name under the door. Oh, my God. Can you imagine yeah. seeing that on your daughter? There was a guy in my hometown who had a truck and on the back window... And I shit you not, this is true. And he had this one, you're like 17, he's got a brand new fucking truck, so he's a rich guy from out of town. Yeah, yeah. And on the back window, he had the word whore hunter. I saw slut hunter. I have a picture of it. On this is, I was driving to Rochester to do Goonies, which is just outside of town here. And I saw it. Maybe it was Slut Hunter. Are you sure? Because I no, saw it. No, it was Slut Hunter. Believe me. I have a picture <laughs> of it forgotten. on my Instagram. It's like yeah. Slut Hunter on it. No. And this guy, I, we saw. I drove around the guy. I mean, that guy has never had a slut experience in his whole fucking uh, life. I think no. they do. And imagine the you degree of difficulty do? where you meet him in the bar and like, eh, why don't you come on? Let's you know, let's go to my house and you, you fucking whatever, and, climb into the vehicle. And it says Whore Hunter. And the a, difficulty <laughs> or the like. My question for the girl with the tattoo. Upside down tramp stamp. How many guys forgot her name where she was like, you know what I need to do? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I need to get this tattoo of my Do you think name. it was born of necessity or? I think so. Or, or oh, is she yeah. clever? You know, is she trying Your to be funny? Your father has memory problems. And yeah. I, you know, I was just trying to help him out. Is, is that uh, bringing up fathers? Are you guys, I can't tell if this is because I clicked on too much of it and it's showing up all the time, but. Do you agree that step porn is taking over? Like we're living in the step porn era. I've seen a ton of that. I it, have seen a ton of that. It's it's step fucking daddy. Oh, daddy's gonna fuck. Like, right. Like, well. So then I there's so much I start clicking because you just go. I know they're acting, and I'm not into that anyway. I yeah, just want to yeah. watch. And then I start realizing that I probably have like brought a lot of that onto myself now because the algorithm thinks I love step mom porn. porn. Right. So I'm in a real pickle. I just, saying. I mean, I've I've watched that porn, but it, because I find the people in the porn attractive, and I'm like, I don't care that if they think they're playing that they're a dad or what, I don't give a right. fuck. Right? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like amateur stuff, and I like it to I be like convincing. Am- yeah, I like amateur stuff too. Me too. No, yeah. a real right. amateur is my favorite category. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like voyeurism like, stuff. Real. If I if I can get a gist of like. This is a hidden camera. This was like not a consensual yes. thing. Yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah, into that. I was a peeping yeah. tom. Yeah. Oh yeah. I had a whole summer. I mean, I think that's yeah, a peeping real tom? peeping tom. Oh, I mean, Are I tried serious? to. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, did it serious. when I was like 13 yeah. with a friend. We would go. There was this. Yeah, I tried to. Like a 17 year old high school chick. We would uh, every night we'd be outside her window. Yeah, yeah. But then I think she knew <laughs> because she started like going by the window and like showing us stuff. And I think she knew. 
Really? Oh yeah, they all want it like that. No, they. And it doesn't. So, it doesn't help when it's like five o'clock in the afternoon and you're standing outside. Yeah, light out. Yeah. Right, it's still light out. I, I truly why, was. Why doing is it as a why joke. is our neighbor building a deer stand <laughs> in our yard? It, so so ours was totally. There was a guy I worked with who was older, an older boy, and I was like sixteen. No, I was fifteen probably, and because it was really crazy to have beer. And he did it. He'd call it peeping. Like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm going to go peeping or whatever. And I just, I was three years younger. And yeah, I was like, yeah, was let's normal. fucking do it. And he'd, we'd get beer. And then we'd go to a lake access and then walk through the backyards. And if the light was on, you'd just walk up. It wasn't like targeted. Yeah. Oh, it was just no, like I would try people. to do that shit. Yeah. And, and it was Big fucking great. It was, yeah. and not, it wasn't like sexual in my mind. It was truly just like funny, naughty. And then all of a sudden you'd see like a chick and you'd go like, Oh, like like if it started hitting you and you're like this is uncomfortable to be around here, but so but I'd be lying if I said I wasn't like, you know that there weren't moments I'd be turned on, but most of the time it was to laugh at people sitting naked watching TV and eating. Uh, Are there are there there lady peeping toms? Is that a thing? I imagine. Have you ever in in your lifetime ever wanted to just sneak a peek at a hog? (laughs) Just really need to. Oh man, if I could just take a gander at this guy's balls, he doesn't know. God, I I wonder where he shaves. Peeping Tom, but not a sexual one. Like I'll walk our dog late at night, and I love it when people's lights are on and I can see in their house, but never for like. No, I I, I used to with uh with um a girlfriend of mine we lived in an apartment complex that had uh like hot tub and pool area and sometimes we'd be in a in the hot tub and there'd be like a a couple that would be like going at it and we could kind of see in the window a little bit and that was definitely a turn on for both yeah. of us I think that's I, gotta I be pretty if... human because you think you're like oh I shouldn't be seeing this so it gets you excited you know what I mean I think that's like a pretty normal I don't know, maybe I'm wrong but yeah. I, I think I, I did a like a recent one and I do a bit about it, so I'm not gonna talk about it in that way, but it's just true, which is at my house the neighbor has like parallel window, you know, the same floor plan. And I had to go turn off the light at like eleven thirty and neighbor lady was there and she's attractive and she's standing there and like just like panties and a tank top, but just you know, you're not supposed to see it. So it's just kind of hot. So I'm sitting there like like I'll just linger here for a little while and you know, just want and just who knows how much time went by, hour, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, there's a moment where she just goes and she just turns her head and, like, I mean, just hit my fucking pupils from 20 <laughs> yards away, like, just a perfect, like, and I mean, it was, so I froze and then I just turned off the lights, like, just <laughs> it disappeared. But it was Your just. Your lights were on? Mm-hmm. Your lights were on? Yeah, I was an amateur. Uh, no, that's yeah, what I said. Yeah, yeah. I, I was framed. Perfectly, what yeah. I say in the bit. Uh, from her perspective, it looked like someone hung a painting of a psychopath on the side <laughs> of my house because I was just centered in it. But yeah, it's it's a free, it's a shameful, disgusting thing to be caught doing. I think it's pretty normal. It is. Yeah. That doesn't make it more fun to be caught. Doing. And I mean, I mean, like uh, primates, like juvenile chimps, will like sneak around trying to see how like the adults are are doing it and they'll like hide in the bushes and stuff and be like oh, i wonder how that alpha guy that's is. a real thing yeah huh, oh, that's interesting uh-huh yeah it's oh, wow. how you learn see how you learn. how you learn yeah what uh god there was someone who i heard where he'd lay down outside his parents door and jack off oh fucking yeah. yeah it was so, super sick i can't remember where i heard it though but. a comic or just 
I don't know. I ruined yeah. my brain's ruined. I can't remember anymore. Yeah, wow. If I, I heard that story, my brain would be ruined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As well. That is. And and will uh, for the camera. That's like one of those things where like you're little and you don't know. Like I right. remember like. I remember like inspecting like one of my friends like buttholes or something like that when we were like four or something, and yeah. uh, it was just still like scarred into like with a flashlight, me peeking in his butthole. Like oh, I remember man. sitting in the back. I wish that would have never happened, and no one, no one was at fault. And your brain just was so fresh, you probably curious it four fourteen-year-olds, whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the uh i did one like that <laughs> sitting in the bathtub with my cousin when we were like i was probably three and she was five or something and i remember it was the first vagina i saw and the water was like halfway up the vagina uh slit <laughs> and the waves were lapping against it kind of and uh and i remember just like being transfixed and staring at it and then just hearing like a like a uh, like it was like it was her stomach growling probably but in my young mind <laughs> it came through the vagina it was like very disturbing to me and huh. I carry it with me to this day yeah, yeah I, all that stuff is weird <laughs> very uncomfortable very I have I have kids like and now I have a, a two year old will you shower with your kids so n- <laughs> no I won't shower that's, that's like, a weird way I to think put, it's put weird I just I remember my, like seeing my, my dad's dick and yeah. stuff and I'm just like I wish that wouldn't have happened <laughs> there was like nothing like bad or damaging right. or whatever but it's just like and huge it wasn't, right <laughs> yeah right? I, mean, just I remember like, my dad's terrifying. dick being fucking huge yeah I, I, I mean it's like what the fuck? Me too. Bad. Like to this day, I believe that my but dad's it's not dick that, is like that, a that's candle. <laughs> For real. I know, be. but it's it's not the. I mean, the it's uh it's a it's a genetic thing. Like like dick size is is like one of the one of the surest. Uh, like it, it's predicted by genetics, so you should theoretically have the same dick as your father like i got it i mean you might you might have the dick from your mom's side or whatever that's i, possible. I think my, my dick's an inch shorter than it was five years ago <laughs> i'm serious I, I i used to think i had a big dick and maybe it's just with my like depression or age or fatigue <laughs> like it's just not let's get it out it's just lost its luster see if we can give you and it's i'm a big time grower not a shower or whatever yeah, it's just yeah. fucking pathetic looking Sometimes shower? I look at my dick in the mirror, I just spit on it, an instinct. Did you shower with your parents? No. Never? No. Nope. Wasn't a oh. thing. I showered with I showered with my son. I showered with one. lots of people's parents. Sure. When, I was. <laughs> <laughs> when he's one or whatever, six months or something like that, I've done that. But he's now two, that it's, you know, that's over. Um, but, I remember being like eight, nine. Oh, uh, that's fucking terrifying. <laughs> For real. Yeah, that's too much. Is it? Yeah. How long did you, how, what age, do you still kiss your dad on the lips? <laughs> when did you stop? If you're showering until you're eight, must have been kissing until you're 16. I wonder if I ever kissed my dad on the lips. I don't no, remember I doing that. No, I barely hugged my dad. I I, uh, I kissed my uncle on the cheek by accident. Like, it did one of those, I don't know what the fuck I was doing. This is recently. <laughs> and he's like my uncle who I admire, who's just a... Yeah fucking man's man self-made kind of thing and we're doing a kiss or like a hug and i was i don't know what the fuck i was doing or whatever but 
he thought I was going to say something, and he, like, turned, and I, I kissed him, like, right there, right next to his mouth. And it's just to where you froze. Like, I didn't even say anything about it. I was like, that's just what I do, and <laughs> we'll see you later. I'll see you at your funeral, because I'm never going to face this again. Uh, yeah. Yeah, all that. Um, it's, weird, it's weird, Shane, because you're a big drug guy, right? Or, like, psychedelics, not yep. big drugs. That's a bad way to put it. But Yeah. Yeah. I see psychedelics. Yeah. I mean, and, I've done I've done a lot of drugs just yeah. in general in my life. I'm I'm a fan of drugs in general. Yeah. I think. I, I in, in terms of like I think they're overly stigmatized and everything else. Not not that I necessarily do all of them or don't. I mean, I think that there's addiction problems and everything else. But I think prohibition is a nightmare. And oh, you know, for I think sure, people are gonna do what they're gonna do. I think like yeah, the I, prison I, system is. I mean, yeah. I think it's I think it's all a racket. I don't think I mean it's it's so ridiculous that it makes me like wonder if heroin is that bad and I'm sure that it is. Yeah. I haven't done it and I don't care it's to. Great. But I I'm sure it's, it's fucking great. yeah. yeah. I, I'm sure it's a ama- but it's just like like something like even uh I mean the first time I did weed, I was like, what? This is like what I was warned about. It's so I crazy. Think- and then even like shit like like Coke is not even. I mean, I, I, I OD'd on pain pills one time. And that's like, that's, really? not, that's not a hard thing to do. I mean, it's pretty easy to OD on if you're like mixing with alcohol and popping a bunch yeah. of pills. Yeah. And drugs that doctor. Those are drugs that those are Yeah, people. yeah. Yeah. Whereas like you're doing like fucking coke or something like that you can have a wild night but you're probably going to be just fine and there's probably not any long term there's not there's not like that's not uh i mean long term heart issues but it's yeah. not doing anything to your brain right so messing with your reward system it messes a little bit, with that yeah it makes it hard to i don't know but I'm, I like drugs. You know I'm way I mean? into psychedelics i mean i love like psychedelics my main thing i would and love to start doing it i think it. that there are fantastic and have all sorts of therapeutic but i've also i mean they're also like in terms of experiences they i mean it is uh, often psychedelics are the single like kind of craziest experience yes. that you can have i mean to do a disassociative and like forget that you're a human being it's, yeah for as amazing and wonderful as that might be it's just still you know that's a pretty jarring it, it, <laughs> thing i i think it, I, it but, has changed but, my life for the positive i mean i think blacking out on alcohol is super is, destructive i i used to black out all of the time and that that's scarier than anything else i agree is, yeah. is where, you, where like you wake up and you don't remember how you got home and yeah. then you drove or whatever yeah, yeah. that's the scariest thing that there is yeah because you're not going to do that on like a psychedelic yeah you might dissociate but you're not driving anywhere if you're dissociated you're like sitting down yeah yeah, yeah. heroin I, I think that's the biggest thing with heroin too is is you'd be blown away how much you're normal like you can do oh, everything yeah. you fucking do it's well, I mean, way I've, less I've intoxicating done pills, so it's, yeah, i it, mean it's it's definitely a lot stronger but you've taken uh eight vicodin or not you know like yeah, the yeah, nights yeah. where you take way too many something right, like right, that right. or 12 that it's like that yeah, you yeah. know it just happens a lot quicker and faster so it's fun right right but right. yeah no it's it's uh but i i super was a functional. decent person yeah i was super yeah. functional for a long time but you run out of money right. and then you get desperate yeah, yeah. And then 
sucking some fucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never did. I never broke. And I could have. Look at his face. <laughs> could have been free heroin the rest of my life. But. <clears throat> no, but but so so I guess what I was getting at is that I am with age now for some reason. I hate that I'm even saying this out loud. More anti-drug. I want them legalized, but I tend to. Sort I mean, of if you look at like the way weed is perceived in like Oregon or Washington, yeah. where I am now, it's like a fucking boring thing. And yeah. yeah, probably more people smoke weed, but in much more responsible. And I mean, I used to have a fucking five foot bong and i'd drive around with it i think it's six <laughs> foot i would drive around with it. like you would have to hard to hide someone would be yeah. sitting in the back seat and someone right. in the front seat would be lighting it and fucking pulling the carbons and only because it was illegal yeah was yeah like, it was like cool right right you know? yeah no it's just like such a stupid boring thing that's like Oh, I guess I'll have a hit of weed. Like, who cares? One of my there's not- biggest pet peeves is when, and tell me if you guys think this, but when people call weed drugs, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got some drugs. And then it's weed. <laughs> I don't know. I always find that to be like, fuck you, man. That's yeah. not, you got my hopes up. I know. And you showed me, me weed. Yeah. Do, do you, um, so, so you've done a ton of drugs. So I wonder yeah. if you're going to be the only person who has this experience. Uh, my wife is a school teacher, so I hang out with, like, you'll be at a barbecue with some very straight arrow people. So mm-hmm. there seems like there's always a guy who comes up and does the, uh, like, where he's wearing, like, flat front khakis and his uh, golf shirt. And I'll go, uh, so uh, you used to be a heroin addict, huh? I'll go, <laughs> and I'll go, yeah. And he goes, yeah, I never did that. Oh, hang on. This happens all the time. What there's another an part. Asshole. And then I they go, uh, he goes, yeah, I never did that. He goes, Thought I'd like it too much. <laughs> like, oh, you're fucking crazier than me. Like, it's just fucking. That, I have heard that ten times in my life. Like, guy? a variant of that ten times. That's why. That's I, like, a, that's someone I trying really coke. hard to yeah. relate to a heroin. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, right. I think that yeah. doesn't know someone, how to. I feel, I feel more it's like a pissing contest. It is. Right. That's like, how. I, like, here's my fucking cock. Yeah. I see it as saying like, "Yeah, I would do that." Yeah, but, but I'm too fucking wild. wild. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I can't. That's you don't even favorite, know what I do. My favorite place to do drugs is on golf courses. I love just getting fucked up on golf. Steve, courses. I would love to eat mushrooms and go golfing yes, with you sometimes. Yes. I really would enjoy you that. Just, it's just the straightest arrow people who are just uptight, and then I'll use like a beer can as my fucking. You know, to mark my fucking ball yeah. on the green, and I got you know, not wearing. The, I bet you play great. I'm a good golfer. Get out of I your head. These fucking guys, and I don't have the outfits you're supposed to be wearing, and I'm high, and I'm like, it's just fun. It's just fun to just like, it's like a big fuck you to all that. I even tried to get my wife, my super straight arrow wife. I was like, we should eat mushrooms together. Like we yeah. should do that. It would be yeah. so fucking fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Maybe. Maybe she will. I mean, if know, Shane just did Shane just did a, a mushroom retreat he's, in Jamaica. In Jamaica, legal he's done there. it a few times. Really, twice now. Yeah, yeah. help help uh, facilitate yeah. a little bit. I also like perform shows for the guests and stuff. What do you but, do at a retreat? So, like, is it very regimented how you take yeah. them? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the the first trip night is you can have uh, like um, one to three grams and he encourages most people to have like two to three at least 
and then uh and then the second trip is like uh um four to six grams and then the third trip is like uh usually seven to 10 gram night. So those are, that's like, I mean, there's a lot of people that have never done mushrooms before. Right. Yeah, and to do for say, your like, third trip ever to do more mushrooms than a lot of, there's a lot of very experienced mushroom eaters that have never gone for the 10 grammar and people are, <laughs> so it's interesting. And typically three grams know. would be like a pretty normal one yeah. dose. What's an eighth? At three, three and a half. Three okay, and it half is. Yeah, oh yeah. shit! Yeah. Yeah. The very first time I did it, I ate an eighth because no one told me what you that, know how much to take, and it was. First oh my god! It fucking blew me away. Yeah. Like, I mean, it blew because yeah, I didn't eat eighth, all day, and I we I, used on to purpose. split an eighth like between three people. Yeah, that's a little over a gram each. Right. And that was okay. still fine and fun. And, yeah. Uh, so yeah, when you're getting up into ten grams, that's, that's insane. Yeah. That's insane. There was a guy that did twenty-four grams one night there you just think you're trying to obliterate your ego or something like that's like what he's trying to do he yeah had like a lot of shit he was working on and trying to you know huh. whatever it was interesting because he was he was there the first time i was there as well and he hadn't done psychedelics in a very long time and the first the low dose night uh he came up he he really liked me because i have a science podcast called here we are oh and, yeah uh, mm-hmm. and he he liked that I was there because a lot of the people around were very like woohooey, and he liked that I was like more Could scientific. It, yeah. and he was like a big like Sam Harris fan yeah. or whatever. He's this older guy, and uh, and so he was like, kind of like talking about Trump and and atheism and like all this stuff and like all worked up. and like talking about like what bullshit all like the woohooey hippies were or whatever. And then the second night, doing like six grams or whatever, he was like, "All right, Noah, <laughs> like <laughs> I see it." And like, and he's like, "Really?" He was like, "Yeah, getting getting messages from <laughs> from beyond and that sort of thing." And and so he's been an interesting character to watch ever since, and he's been investing in the in the retreat in the proper it's a rather new thing i so i'm, I'm like do you want to plug it like of, is it something that it's called mycho meditations i'm i'm doing a you can go to mycho meditations.com it's uh, it's i thought that i was going to this would be i was like when i was there the first time i was like this is great i'm gonna do one for my podcast fans yeah um because i'm like friends with the guy that i i shot a documentary about psychedelics that uh premieres June 15th in Los Angeles at Man's Chinese Theater. Really? So people can go on my What's website called? if they're yeah. in L.A. It's called Psychonautics. And so he was on this documentary, and he had been reaching out to me for a while. And anyway, we got to know each other. So the first time, I was like, oh, well, I'm going to do this. And, and then, but leading up to it, I didn't have, it was only like half full of my listeners, and it was half other people. So I was like, I don't think I'm going to bother with this again. It's just a lot of like... It's it's a lot of like um, me plugging it on podcasts, uh, putting myself out there on like you know science podcasts. I gotta like get re- reputable guests that sometimes yeah. are worried about being associated yes. with a drug guy or whatever. And so it was just like seemed a bit much for not a lot of payoff. But I went this time, and I mean it was just like so many people had this life changing experience. That was yeah. just like pretty amazing. I wasn't even doing mushrooms this time around. Uh, so yeah, I'm doing that? another one in December. I I uh, last year I during 
filming the documentary, I was doing a bunch of psychedelics, mm-hmm. and I ended up kind of losing my mind. Really? Yeah. Like, what is your f- favorite drug experience? Do you have anything that sticks out where you go, like, God, that was really, like... I mean, the ayahuasca that I had that uh, that was, like, the kind of trigger that made me insane was also, like, the probably the best trip that i've ever had but i've i've like over i've been doing psychedelics for 21 years and i feel like i'm still having like the best trips of my life i feel like they're getting better and better really i feel like i'm just getting better at navigating those spaces and and uh and i can tap into like um what deep, you- deep deeper parts of the brain or what I, I mean when you go it, on a trip do you seek anything specifically like you know each trip is there an agenda or you open? no i mean at this point i feel like i've kind of worked out the stuff with like my ego and like past insecurities and not that not that they're gone or yeah. everything necessarily but i've worked out what i need to like work out and and i don't uh i don't i don't get the same therapeutic benefit from psychedelics that i used to i'm kind of uh, past that but if i'm at like too. a yeah. yeah if i'm at like a really transitional period if i'm like writing a new act or something like that and i have like five different directions that i might be going with a new act, i like doing themed shows if i eat mushrooms that will help me like settle on a direction and like get inspired in a certain way um what, how, so what's the most um or what's the biggest breakthrough you've had because of psychedelics? Like, is there anything that sticks out to you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I had a DMT experience in front of Steve where I thought, like, maybe I did too much. I thought, like, maybe I... I remember that. <laughs> I, thought, I thought maybe that I was going to, like, have a seizure or something like that. And then I kind of started to have a seizure, I think. Does that happen on DMT? Is that a Well, you're thing? not supposed to smoke as much as I... Like, basically, the rule of thumb with DMT is you can't smoke too much. Just keep on smoking for as long as you can but this is a super quick case high, i had right? really figured out like i got my methods down and had two vaporizers was really going at it and even after i was in the dmt space i was still uh i was still hitting it and then uh all i, all I remember is he usually you put yeah what does it look like yeah from usually the other you put a blindfold on when you're on a dmt trip and that's usually how shane would do it and i was living with him and we would smoke dmt and he would usually you've done it too yeah, I've done TMT. Yeah, uh, that's some real. I can't do it anymore. I don't think. Um, I'm not sure I can either. I yeah, don't know. I'll, I'll work myself up to it again. It'll happen again. Yeah, it'll happen Disassociative. again. I mean, it really is like you're basically dying. Does and it make you believe in aliens or a universal oneness or like what is the? Is when I'm a, in there, I'm like, well, that's that's what it is. I'm going to a different dimension or something. Yeah, like that. it's like, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I, just I think that, it might be that trip you're talking about. I remember like you didn't put the thing, your just eyes just like glaze over and you just go oh no <laughs> <laughs> i remember my consciousness exploding out of my head and flying around through all these different dimensions and i remember it was just trying to find its way back to my head and it kept on like finding like where my head was like 20 dimensions away and flying toward my head as fat and then it would just blast through my head into like the next 50 dimensions and then try to loop back around and and uh i was it was really 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 an out of control experience i've I've had dmt trips where i'm just like sitting there meditating and like pretty calm and it was 
that was pretty terrifying. And then I got out and I saw like a thing that was that was like a uh, past. It it had shown me a thing in a past trip that it like wanted me to remember, and I didn't know why. I didn't understand why until I got out of that trip and I looked up, and it was just uh, it was just this thing on on the wall. Um, it it was what it looked like when it was in like the DMT matrixy code. Um, that if you have your eyes open, everything sometimes has. And so it was, it was the like second or third time it had done this where DMT showed me without me knowing like where I was going to be the next time I smoked DMT, like the exact circumstance. It was like predicting exactly Uh, where I was going to be like months later, like when I got it. And that's when it started getting like really creepy and weird and I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And so that's when I kind of slowed down with DMT. But then with uh, the uh, the documentary, I needed to do a DMT scene for it, and then uh, and then we needed to capture ayahuasca as well. And things just got really crazy and weird. I mean, Rihanna saw me lose my mind. She was yeah, there on Ground Zero. I, about it. I I was already like manic and hadn't slept in a week. And we had uh, we had tickets for Roger Waters as my girlfriend and I's anniversary. And then Rihanna had been helping me uh, with some assistant work. And so and my brother lives in Milwaukee. And so I was, it, I thought my brother was going to go too. And Anyway, so we go to Milwaukee and we have these plans. And uh, and I didn't know that I was going to be manic and, like because I'd received all these messages from God uh, from, uh, <laughs> from during an ayahuasca experience a week before. And I uh, hadn't slept and I just was really manic. And I was like, I don't know. I, in my head, I was like, I'm not sure if this is... A great idea, but we had already like committed to doing yeah. mushrooms. It's Roger Waters. Shit just got really crazy. Basically, like I ate, so earlier that day, I was like, uh, "It's." I mean, it's a really long story. Ayahuasca <laughs> told me that I was like gonna be some spokesman for some DMT extended state thing, like where this guy mm-hmm. injects, uh, like uses IVs to. Uh, to extend the DMT trip to like potentially six hours or whatever, and um, which are normally like five minutes. Yeah, right. Okay. And so, and like ayahuasca was like telling me that I needed to like spread the word about this thing or something or other, and uh, and then the next day the dude texted me, um, which was like unusual anyway, and like asked me to be the first participant in the trial of this thing. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. Ayahuasca was just telling me like this was going to happen. And then, uh, and so then that was like messing with my head and I was like kind of. Uh, so when, like when you're out of the trip, you're still kind of interacting with the trip in a sense, like you're very. Like it had made predictions during yeah. the trip about what was going to happen. So that was one of the things that happened. There's a couple other things like that. Yeah. And I went to like a talk about DMT, and they're talking about how it's these things outside of time and space. So that's it's like messages from the future sometimes. And I used to love thinking about time travel. My first theme show was going to be about time travel. So I like I've spent a fair amount of time reading about time travel. Yeah. I was into physics for a while, and so I just like and I I was like really manic and couldn't sleep and excited, and so I was like obsessed with these ideas of time travel and figuring out like these patterns of how 
how this uh, universal consciousness works and how we tap into these different ideas and how we can influence this universal consciousness and it's, it's part of how our consciousness is constructed and uh, I'm like drawing these patterns and stuff which I don't normally do. And then I was like that day, I was like, well, maybe if I was in this DMT machine, I could, uh, I could like prove that it's uh, from the future by, if I'm talking to these things in the future, I could have it like, have them send uh, something back so that like when I get out of this, yeah, uh, out you of proof time travel, a DMT <laughs> state, like someone will hand me a like a Manila envelope with something like meaningful, but I can't know what it is ahead of time. Yeah, um, because that would influence it. It was just a, it was a stupid idea. It, yeah, it doesn't really even make that much sense. But it was an idea that I had, and then I was like, well, why would I have to wait till then? Like if I'm going to do it in the future like i kept on getting this in my like once you commit to a trip like then it already happened on some uh outside of time so like things things can start changing once once like you already set the date and time and everything because you are going to go and mm -hmm. talk to the future and so there's already things like influencing the past and uh and so as I was having ideas, it seemed like the world was like changing around me in a way. Um, and and so uh, so yeah, I was like, well, maybe I could just like, why not why not just like today have someone hand me an envelope or whatever. I go to Roger Waters, I gobble these mushrooms, and then this guy that got me the tickets comes and brings me this <laughs> Manila envelope, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then I open it, and it's a signed picture from Roger Waters, who I'm obsessed with. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And and uh, and then I was like, I gotta sit down. And I started like freaking out a little bit, but I was just kind of like, internal uh, freak out at this yeah, point. Internal yeah, internal freak out. And then like the concert started and it started showing like patterns that were very similar to things that I was drawing and stuff. And then I just really started freaking out and I thought I was like moving around time and space. I thought I was like seeing aliens and stuff like that on the stage. Were and, you like, communicating I thought, that openly to people? Uh, like afterwards people I did, you? yeah. Afterwards really? I did. I thought that I was like communicating telepathically with Roger Waters. I thought that I had like figured out the early steps to making like time travel happen. And I was like, I, I had lots of stories going on in my head about like explaining Manic like, how this is how this is happening. So Steve, and as as the guy outside this, what I, I what did it look like to you? He I wasn't a, he wasn't there. I, I wasn't okay. there, but I did have a but phone. When he came back, I did have a phone yeah. conversation with Shane when he was in this manic state. I don't know if you even remember that. We had a, we talked for about an hour on the phone, and you had told me that you were a closeted math genius. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was pretty good too. at math, but <laughs> and I was like, you know, and I kind of had a feeling. We all were a little worried, obviously. Okay. I also kind of like didn't want to scare him, and I was like. Yeah, you're a pretty smart guy, you know. Like, yeah. Sure, man, so you add like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think, can you Rihanna, can really calculate a tip in your head super fast. <laughs> yeah. I think Rihanna got kind of the brunt of the 
psychosis. Well, I didn't even know what was going on. And then Kate kind of clued me in during the concert. She was like, Shane's kind of been going through this tough time and things have been weird. And but we were all tripping on mushrooms. So I was like, no, you're it's cool. We're just tripping. Like, I thought Kate was having a bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Kate was kind of intensifying it, too. Yeah. Her worry was like making me worry and respond to things. Yeah. Once people put that energy on you as the drug guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I was just like, no, it's cool. We're just on mushrooms. Yeah. Like everything's fine, and then the the concert seemed completely normal to me. But then we went to the bar, yeah. And then when we went to the bar, that's when you were like, Roger Waters just telepathically talked to me. All this I know about these like four universes and like how to time travel through them. And what was I was tripping on mushrooms. So in this bar, I'm like, everything you're saying is making sense, <laughs> but you're you like did not stop talking yeah, for like yeah. three hours yeah, yeah, yeah. and so it was really intense but i right. was just like but i'm super into what you're saying yeah <laughs> but it was just really hard to understand so like as someone who also trips on psychedelics it was like yeah yeah i get it i totally get it but like slow down a little bit yeah <laughs> that's what i'm saying like- and i didn't sleep for like another two weeks after that oh. so that's it ended in a psych ward uh it was when i finally slept were you aware the whole time that you like what was the point where you were aware things are going bad like oh i might be in trouble like pretty much right after the roger waters concert like things started for that fall like first off things started like weird stuff started happening like with my phone like people were it was it was really strange like i was getting strange messages that i didn't understand and uh really and maybe looking back on them they were just like regular messages from friends of mine or something but it seemed like they were like these like elaborate like uh fucking codes or like people trying to warn me or something and i started like call i I started trying to check in with some people that uh that are into psychedelics to see if like anything that i was saying was making sense and I just got, I started getting like so, there there was like this, uh, like I got on a flight that day, there's this this young guy like sitting in front of us that started a conversation, I just had this strange vibe and the, like the way that he was talking, it sounded like, uh, like a younger version of myself and there's just a strange um, vibe with him and then I like look at his tattoo and his tattoo is like almost exactly my podcast logo, which is really strange i'm like what is going on and 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 like just weird shit like that just kept on happening looking back uh, do you like think that your yeah, brain just actually like really strong synchronicity do you think that you redesigned it in your head though or do you think it was i mean that's what i tell myself like yeah. afterwards but that's that's the way psychedelics go too like if i smoke dmt i go in there and i go like holy shit yeah. i just saw like these different beings and was in a different dimension and then Two weeks after the fact, I'm like, no, that's not what. Yeah, uh, yeah. It wasn't that. That was it was some other thing. And was, here's how the brain must do that. And and then coming up with like scientific explanations to explain away what's what's actually happening, uh, or or what I'm perceiving. And then, but then you know, smoke DMT again. I, nope, no, this is real. This is exactly yeah, yeah. what it is. And that's how I, I mean. I'm detached from those experiences now. And it's very easy for me to just be like, oh, I just went crazy. It's almost yeah, like yeah. 
I kind of just hope that's the case. I just yeah. kind of like it's, well, it's I don't if... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to make of it if what I was perceiving was real in any way. And I and I know that there was things that I was perceiving that were completely incorrect that were like proven to me that were incorrect. I and and then it was like like the, my brain was just so lit up and then I was so tired that I, just the amount of associations like uh yeah I'd be like uh, uh Steve Gillespie a uh, gill like a gill like a fish and that fish is like he likes my fishing joke and like yeah. just making these like <laughs> crazy associations yeah. that like, and what okay what's that mean and like thinking I'm like yeah. tapping into it, it what it what it was it was it was very much like you know when you watch a um you you know when you watch a uh, like a, a children's like a Pixar film or something like that and they have these jokes built into it that are fun for the the kids but the adults get them at a different level there's a there's these layered meanings it was just like it was at a, it was like the universe communicates at this different mm-hmm layer that you can't normally perceive and i was like very i was like at first it was exciting it was like i'm in on the joke and i'm perceiving the and then like after a while it was like but what what's the joke like who's the joke on is the joke on me is it on other people there's like so much suffering in the world like this isn't funny you know and like and then i i was like i got obsessed with thinking that it, it was like when all of the the nuke um hysteria was happening uh last summer too so i was thinking like mm. oh am i controlling this with my am i is my panic like causing like nuclear turmoil because i'm sure. tapping into this collective consciousness and so I, and so there's like this this heightened state of unease and so like thinking my thoughts were really like influencing You're this collective giving me anxiety just with this yeah yeah you, like who was the first person to confront you and go like shane like oh my is- my girlfriend like okay. over and over again. over and over and yeah did it affect your work at all like like um, is there a stand up week that like you go oh boy anyone who was at that one I'm sorry yeah I got I got I got some work canceled for, uh, earlier this year because I had another manic uh, bout and I I was on stage I had done a New Year's show and that went well and I was starting to get manic I was starting to like talk about the universe a little too much mm-hmm. uh, and then. Um, I, I, I was, uh, and then I was like uh, on stage, and all of a sudden it was like I had built this simulation to put myself through, and like as I was telling jokes to the audience, they weren't laughing at the jokes in the way that I perceive. It was like. It was a joke that I was like playing on myself and they were laughing like at me, not with me. And I just started like panicking and freaking out and I couldn't like remember my material and I could like barely get through the show. And the really? club owner was like, yeah, we can't. You're, you're done. We can't. Really? You know, you can't do that. Yeah. Uh, and and like, he didn't weird. understand some, what yeah. was going on and everything. And so I got some work canceled because of that. Yeah. But that was really the only thing i had uh i had fortunately um stopped booking myself for stand-up because i had this really intense tour 
And then afterwards, I wanted to have a break from stand-up for a few months and to work on other things, including this documentary. And so I didn't have uh, stand-up work at that time. Right. Um, and But it was uh, like I lost... Uh, someone I was working with on my podcast, I like lost that relationship during that time because I was like accusing them of doing this or that, I had some like crazy paranoid thing. Yeah. There's also like, I, at one point I was thinking like, uh, like there's this fight between like males and females like all through time and I, I study like evolutionary biology so there is this like arms race between males and females and the psychology of it but I but I'd see it like going into the future as well but so then it was like I had uh I began to believe that whatever I had stumbled upon like I was I was figuring out like details of how to influence um the, the future and people were picking up on it and so and people wanted to like get their hands on like these fucking formulas that I was putting together or whatever and so there's like fights between like males and females for like this technology that I was wow. that I was putting like together it's like extreme paranoia do, yeah, yeah I mean do you feel uh, I guess first of all was there a crash crash at some point like what what broke to put you in a uh, so, I went, uh, my parents put me in a psych ward against my will. And yeah. I, like, uh, I, I wish that I would have went back to, I wish I would have flown to like this, this person's house that knows psychedelics really well and has dealt with people like this before. And I think I could have like just calmed down without, um, cause it was really hard at the same time, I had like confessed to my girlfriend that I had cheated on her, and then I and then we were living together, and she's like trying to manage my manic Someone state. Someone well, you during that? Well, also <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Like uh, many gotcha. uh, pre- yeah. like years before or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, and so at the same time that she was trying to help me with this, and she works with like she's a social worker who knows oh. what crazy looks like. Yeah, yeah, and now she's like dealing with getting this news and like thinking about dumping me and everything else. But then that's like biasing my judgment and thinking like she's, she is her judgment is like her just being mad at me. Yeah. And so I couldn't, then I like couldn't trust her. Going, yeah. But then I thought like maybe she is being like, uh, uh, like in, in danger because like these, like like people would want this this like these formulas or whatever that I was working on, yeah. and so they would like take people that were important to me. To, like get, it was are you fucking ch- crazy. So are you changed from this? <clears throat> I mean, now I feel like I'm like really on top of things, and I don't know. I feel like I'm the best person I've ever been. I'm yeah. like not drinking now. <clears throat> I don't smoke cigarettes. <clears throat> I'm pretty. I feel very productive and creative yeah. and really on top of like I can tell from my <clears throat> the podcast interviews that I do are mm-hmm. some of the better ones I do and my I podcast mean, I, I is really challenging. You know, I've been around you basically the last 10 years of your career and like the newest hour that you're putting out of stand up that I just saw tonight. I mean, it's it's good. <laughs> it's really yeah. good and it's like it's new and it's developed and it's I mean, it's not a person that's that's a crazy, per- a crazy person or a diminished person wouldn't be able to put out that kind of that kind the of. The reason I ask is because because of my history, which is not. I never really had a psychic break. It was just you pound fucking drugs into yourself so hard for so mm-hmm. long that I've just. Um, I used to think I could win Jeopardy. You know, like like to where I'd watch it, be like I could fucking compete on that. Could, now <laughs> I watch it, 
And I go like, oh, like I know that answer. <laughs> and then the answer comes, and I know it. I what did know it, but yeah. it's you didn't come. Fast I'm not. Yeah. I am diminished. Like I mean, it has hurt me. Like my short term memory is terrible. I get manic more easily than I used to. I'm more like so for me, drugs have weakened me to an extent, but they've also like given me a fucking really rich experience in life and I feel like I have more wisdom because I mean you know so I'm not viewing it at all as like you shouldn't have done it because there's a negative result because there's tons of positive too I was just curious do you feel, if you, do result, you feel like you've if ever you re- gotten like, any like empathy for like the human race if I've got empathy from it yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. I, I mean I think that mushrooms have like changed my life in very positive ways you know like very very positive I just mean I'm not the same man. Like, I'm not uh, my pleasure button. You know, I found my pleasure button at some point, And then I go, oh, this is it. And then I just stood there for 10 years <laughs> going, yeah, 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 yeah. And they'd be like, it's not working anymore, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like I do feel, like, burnt out in a very small way. I'm not – I don't know. So I do feel diminished from it. But I'm not necessarily even too – I regret how I hurt my parents and scared my parents. That's yeah, that's that's my that's my thing too. Yeah. It's just like the damage I did. And then and then like for them to find out that I'm still like going to Jamaica to go and do the, yes. the these drugs that they don't understand. I actually wasn't even doing them, but right. just helping other people like they don't but it scares know, them. get these things that like put me in a psych ward and, yep. and you know changed uh, changed me and scared everybody and I'm like still pursuing these things and I not know. learning my lesson and- is that's that's the thing that's like been a real pain in the ass and my girlfriend kind of has like ptsd from it of course and uh but but for me i mean i thought it was like really interesting hey fucking party on yeah (laughs) i mean that's it was a learning experience i was going to find what the limit like i was set on finding what the limit was of sanity that's what i was after and i found it yeah yeah Shane has a documentary coming up about psychedelics called Psychonautics, and it's making its debut at Man's Chinese Theater, June 15th um, at 5 p.m. And we'll put the link to how to get tickets in the, in the um, text and everything like that, all the postings. So uh, check that out. Uh, check out his podcast, Here We Are podcast, which is more of a science-based kind of thing. And... Uh, Otherwise, check him out at, at Shane Comedy. Shit, you know how to use the fucking internet. Um, Steve Gillespie has a great podcast called Under Our Covers, too. Check that out, too, or he'll fucking whine that I didn't say it. So thank you guys for listening. Please keep sharing and rating episodes. We really appreciate it. Goodbye. <laughs>